Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, January 19th. The United States can't borrow any more money. Today, the nation hit the debt ceiling set by Congress, setting up a showdown here in Washington. Yes, we hit the debt ceiling. That's the official word from the Treasury Department. But before anybody listening gets too concerned, we've got months of theatrics here that are going to play out over the raising of the debt ceiling. While there might be some sort of short-term impact or jitters in the markets, the real concern here is still months down the road. And so what today's news from Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen in her letter to House Speaker Kevin McCarthy really gets at is the starting line here for what is going to be a kabuki theater style of Washington politics that many of you have gotten used to watching and observing by this point. Everyone's going to play their role. Everyone already knows what script they're going to read from. And yet the country is going to go through this painful process of politics superseding the economic goodwill of the country until the very last moment, because that's the way Washington works. Now, for the formality of it all, Secretary Yellen at the Treasury Department notified Congress that the statutory limit of $31.4 trillion of debt has been reached. She goes on to say that the department is going to start employing what they call extraordinary measures. This is something we've seen time and again around the debt ceiling conversation. And that should buy some time here. In her letter to McCarthy, Yellen thinks that the country has until about June to really raise the debt ceiling, although she does say there's no reason to wait until then and urges Congress to, quote, act promptly to protect the full faith and credit of the United States. But here's the rub. Republicans have made it a central plank of theirs to not raise the debt ceiling without getting spending cuts put in place. So Republicans are trying to use the debt ceiling and the full faith and credit of the United States as a leverage point in trying to get spending cuts out of the Biden administration or the Democratic-controlled Senate. And the White House's position and Senate Democrats' position here at the outset is, you don't have leverage because we should not be negotiating anything at all around whether or not we're going to keep the United States in good standing and uphold the full faith and credit of the United States. You want to have a spending debate? That should happen elsewhere. The government should raise the debt limit cleanly on its own. And this debt that needs to be paid off or more borrowing that needs to happen, it's about stuff that the country has already spent money on. It's not about future spending. So those are broadly the two positions you're going to hear throughout this podcast. Listen to what Kevin McCarthy said when he was in D.C. earlier this week. If you had a child and you gave them a credit card and they kept raising it, and they hit the limit. So you just raised it again, clean increase, and again and again. Would you just keep doing that or would you change the behavior? We're six months away. Why wouldn't we sit down now and change this behavior? Now, that credit card analogy doesn't quite hold up. Listen to Justin Wolfers, an economics and public policy professor at the University of Michigan. Speaker McCarthy's part of the government. The government's the borrower. The only choice the borrower makes 
and we all face it every month is the credit card bill comes due, are you going to pay it or not? So if Speaker McCarthy wants the US government to spend less money, he needs to pass bills so that we spend less money. But right now he's got a credit card bill in the mail and he's just stomping his feet and saying, I'm not going to pay it. As for specific spending cut concessions he's looking for from the Democrats, well, Kevin McCarthy has not made that clear. But one thing that may create some issues for McCarthy down the road, he's got some members that do not care what the concessions are. They're never going to vote to raise the debt ceiling, even if spending cuts accompany the debt limit hike. They're just not going to do it. And when you have a very narrow majority, the way that Kevin McCarthy does, if more than four Republicans are in that position, like Andy Biggs of Arizona, then you have to start wooing some Democrats to your side to get the debt ceiling raise. That's going to be Kevin McCarthy's task. Well, if he's going to need Democrats to do it, that means Democrats have some negotiating power in this drama. As I said at the top, This is just sort of the starting gun of this debt ceiling drama. But listen to Senate Minority Leader, Republican Mitch McConnell in Kentucky today. He is clearly trying to lower the temperature. Periodically, the debt ceiling has to be lifted. And uh, it's always a rather contentious uh, effort. Uh, In the end, I think the important thing to remember is that America must never default on its debt. It never has and never will. But we'll end up in some kind of negotiation with the administration over what the circumstances or conditions under which the debt's going to be raised. For now, Republicans are holding pretty firm together that they're going to demand these spending cuts and not have a clean debt ceiling increase. But the Democratic leadership in the House and the White House are focused on those Republicans who are sitting in Biden won districts and are hoping to be able to pick some of them off as potential compromisers to help raise the debt ceiling without fear of default. Again, the White House's position here is there will be no negotiation. Listen to White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre earlier this week at the White House. That should be done without conditions. There should be, we should not be negotiating around it. It should not be used as a political football. And here's how White House economic advisor Brian Deese put a finer point on the matter when he was on CNN earlier today. This is about economic stability versus economic chaos. What needs to happen is what Congress has done time and time again, which is prudently do its job. Raise the debt ceiling. That's happened 78 times since 1960. And as you might imagine... There is currently no daylight between the White House and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, the Democrat from New York. He issued a statement today saying, quote, this is not complicated. If the MAGA GOP stops paying our nation's bills, Americans will be the ones to pay the price. That echoed a statement he made last week on CNN. It always has been done in a bipartisan way. Three times when Donald Trump was president, twice When the Republicans had the House and Senate, we cooperated with the Republicans and raised it because, after all, these are debts we've already incurred. You're just paying the bill. And we do have some recent history that you don't have to default to cause damage. Even the threat of default back in 2011 during the Obama administration, when Barack Obama and John Boehner were engaged in this particular theatrical drama in Washington around raising the debt ceiling, It was the threat of default that caused the only credit rating downgrade in United States history. 
while it is totally unclear from today to see how this is going to get resolved, what is clear is that this is going to be a dominant political issue over the course of the first half of 2023. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.